Okay, real briefly, or the whole time, depending on how I'm flowing, we're going to be talking about this statement. You are a, what you think I'm going to say? A business. When I put my clients through this, I, I talk to my clients about, or people that I, that I work with, I talk about, uh, are you living your life like a business. What's the opposite of someone living life as a business? Living your life as an employee. What's your favorite poverty? Yeah, poverty, working with, depending on someone else. Let me ask you a question. What's your favorite company? Your favorite business to shop at, to eat at? Nike, Nike's a business. And what, you said Nike and Adidas? What's another company you like? Puma. What else? Well, y'all love shoes. Y'all like that age, right? Y'all love clothes and shoes. What else is another company you like? Jordan, right? Now, all of us have companies that we like, that we shop at, that we spend money at. But my question to you is, would you shop at you? Would you... If you wasn't you, shop at you. Would you, if you wasn't you, shop at you? It's crazy how many of us, as young men, we advertise ourselves as a shop that you wouldn't want your daughter to shop at. There's women who live their lives Asking people to shop where they wouldn't want their sons to shop. Every aspect of your life has to have the mentality of operating as a business. What are some components of a business that makes a business successful? What makes Nike successful, Adidas, Jordan? What are some components of a business that ensures a business does what? Profit. Let's talk about profitability. Profitability means you have the ability to profit. Now, what does profit mean? I just want to see where your brains lie on that word. What does it mean to profit? I got some business people in here, so this should be, this should be easy. What, what does it mean to profit? Yes, sir. To get more money than you to spend. To get more money than you what? Than you spend. More than you spend. What else does it mean to profit? That's pretty much what it means to profit, right? Now, the thing is... Unfortunately, in your life, you don't know if you're profiting or not. But a business is focusing constantly on profiting. Now, profiting, you can profit the, the ethical way or you can profit the evil way. But if you're endeavoring to ethically profit, then you got to ask yourself, am I... Living my life in such a way that my systems makes me money. I said in my Bible class, you do not rise to the level of your goals. You fall to the level of your systems. I'm going to ask you, you seniors and, all, and juniors, what do you think that means? You don't rise to the level of your goals. Because how many of us set goals this year? 2024, like, man, goals, 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 goals. What does it mean to you don't rise to the level of your goals? 
you fall to the level of your sisters. I gave the analogy that when you're when you're in a a skyscraper and your goal is to get to the top, what system do you have to use to get there? It's a mechanical system. It's something you get into, you push some buttons. <laughs> Elevator, right? So here's the goal. Here's the system. So many of us do not have proper business-like systems installed into our lives to ensure that we profit. So the purpose of me talking to you today is to really get you thinking business-minded. Now, Josh, what's your favorite place to shop it. Or what is one product that you really want to get in the next year or so? Or the next week or so? It could be clothes, it could be shoes, it could be anything. What are you trying to buy in the next few days or so? Some clothes. Some clothes. Now, where do you typically shop for clothes? Where would you want to shop for clothes? Usually Old Navy. Old Navy. Now, you get an email. And it says, Joshua Oliver, we have these clothes available for you in the thousands. Right? You say, oh, bet, Mom. Can we go to Old Navy? You get to Old Navy, they're out of stock. How would you feel? Hurt. Why would you be hurt? You lie. Now, I call this advertising what you don't have in stock. No business, Nike will be out of business, they have no shoes to be shopped. Adidas will be out of business, they have no James Hardens to be <laughs> They don't have certain shoes to be shopped. I'm pretty sure they'll still be in business without the James Harden, but you know what I'm trying to say. Right? What happens in your life is about to put you out of business. What are some things you must have in stock as a husband? Just from your vantage point. What are some things you think you should have in stock to keep the business of marriage going as the husband in the, in the, in the, in the family business? What are some things you got to have in stock? I'm talking about it, 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 better, it better be there. Or you say it better be there where I ain't going to be there. You're right. right? That better be with you if you want me to be with you. You know what I mean? <laughs> so what are some of those things a husband? I'm asking ladies. What are some things in a man you want to make sure they have in stock before you even shop? Or vice versa, or a wife. Or you could just originally go to my original question about what should a husband have in stock. Wherever you want to go, Drew. God. So you got to have God in stock. Security. Money. Oh, oh, I know that's right. She said, when that baby comes out, I might want to stay at home. I need you to have some money. You said patience. So what else you got to have in stock? Support. Support. Communication. Good communication. Yep. Commitment. So we all see 
that in order for your company, your family business to be sustained, you gotta have God. You gotta have security. Money pays. Now, if you do not function well as a business on your own, then how can you function as a business alongside? So now you got to look at yourself and be like, man, do I have God in stock? Okay, great. You got God the Holy. You got the Holy Spirit in you, but do you have godly traits? Lady says she wants security. I asked the lady, are you secure for him to secure? Oh, you want him to have money, but are you able to help him manage that money? Or do you provide what will multiply? Now, they say, and ladies, fellas, I always say this when it comes to women. Like, you don't want to get a woman who divides and subtracts. You want a woman who adds and multiplies. When a man gives a woman sperm, what does she give him back? A baby. When a man gives a woman a house, what does she give him back? A woman, by design, was meant to multiply. If all she multiplies is words against what you're trying to multiply, that person is a divider. So, if you want him to have patience, you want her to have support, whatever these different things are, you've got to ask yourself, do I have that as business traits in my life? So if you function as an employee, nothing wrong with being an employee because I'm an employee, but I also have a business, right? But my thing is if you function with an employee mindset, your job is your God. Your job offers you security. Your job offers you money. So now you're already supported by somebody else's business. But if you have a business mind, you'll say, you know what? I got to make sure that I embody these things self-sufficiently so that when I'm with somebody else, I don't pull from them. Now, who knows what reciprocity means? Somebody look it up for me. Reciprocity. Reciprocity. Reciprocation. Thank you, my brother. Reciprocity means if I give, you should give. For instance, I don't... There's an ecosystem in my marriage that is that is supernaturally just in rhythm. So for instance, my wife cooks, what you think I do? So after she cooks, do I uh, yeah. 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 we eat. <laughs> but what else do I do? Do she do, yeah. do she do the dishes? No. Soon as she's done cooking, she done fed the baby, I immediately it's instinctively. As soon as the baby's finishing, she put the baby, and she done, I immediately go into the kitchen and clean. That's, that's just natural instinct. That's reciprocity. I didn't come into my marriage expecting my wife to cook every night. That's not fair. <clears throat> because if you expect that to happen, don't get me wrong, like if you're able to do that, great. But imagine being with a man that expects that from you. You're like, that ain't breaking up. Where's my dinner? <laughs> Banging the table like, like, like that. That's strong expectations. Right? But when you're a person that understands reciprocity, you know I have something to offer you for what you offer me. Now, a husband cannot offer what a wife offers, and a wife can't offer what a husband offers. But there's reciprocity. So now you have 
multiple people in a company, but the business still profits. So now I got to say, if me as a person, am I profiting? Because if I'm not profiting in my own world, I can't help her profit. Now, what are some individual profits you should be occurring in your own individual life? Areas in your own life that you should be profiting in that both of y'all can spend. I help you out spiritually. What does profiting spiritually look like? Profiting spiritually. Your relationship. Relationship with God, solid. Man, me and God are so tight, bro. Man, like I, I just got my eleventh book idea. Like that, just spending time with him. He said, "Man, go write this for me, man. That's gonna make you some money." I don't go to my relationship with God to profit, but I can't help but profit, right? So now it profits me to spend time because what happens when your prayer life grows? What happens? What happens when you profit in prayer? Like, what are some beneficial things that will happen for you, a significant other one day, your family, when you profit in prayer? Like, like you grow, I mean, you're growing in prayer. Favor. Favor. What else? So as you're growing in prayer, you begin to profit favor. You begin to profit peace. You begin to profit perspective. As you wrestle, like business is a grind. I'm in the trenches right now. It's it's competitive. It's 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 tough. But but when that money comes through, you take off that war armor and you say, "Baby, where you want to go?" Business in life is gonna be tough, but man, prayer is difficult. Bro, every time I'm about to, we all know this, every time I'm about to get in your Bible, you remember everything you forgot. You get immediately sleepy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Bro. Yeah, tell me that. Do you not think that that's, that is not a coincidence? <laughs> Do you know how many, how close demons are to each of us? Like, man, we're not the only ones in this room. Some of y'all brought five demons with you, some of y'all brought 12, some of y'all brought a legion. <laughs> now, Legion Collegiate, we talking about y'all brought a thousand. You know what I'm saying? You brought a, a Legion is a thousand demons, right? But what I'm trying to say is, soon as this book, soon as this book goes like, soon as you touch the book, yeah. yeah. Yes, I probably, like, demons probably, we probably got a sleep button somewhere. I wish I knew that button was. <laughs> I wish I, if I could press it, go right to sleep. I wish I knew I had a sleep button. But they know exactly, say, because uh, 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 they know, man, if they get in that Bible, and that Bible getting them, they dangerous. So as a business, I got to say, okay, how are my spiritual systems? Because a company is ran or run off of systems. What was your morning system? What's your morning system? I did this in my Bible class. I'm doing this show. What's your step-by-step-by-step morning system? First thing you wake up, what's the first step of your system? Step one, you wake up and you do what? Hey, don't, don't get Christian on me. Don't, don't want you. Just be real and raw. I'm not going to judge you. Step one. Go back to sleep. <laughs> that is a system we all have participated in. What's step two when you go back to sleep? Make up your bed. 
Step three. Shower. Four. Eat. Eat. Hey. It's all right. It's all right. So, but everybody can attest. None of y'all wrote these systems down. None of y'all was like, step one, I'm going to go back to sleep. Step two, I'm going to hit the snooze button three times. <laughs> Nobody has a written down system, but everybody has a system. So you got to say, okay, now let me ask you a question. Does that system work for you? Could that system be better? Think about it. Like, if you had a better morning system, how better would your day be? If you had a better night system, how better would your mornings be? If you had a better systems, you can't help but get what? Better. A business gets better when they better their systems. You as a business get better when you better your systems. So if your spiritual systems, let me tell you something. If your spiritual system is not solid, everything else is vulnerable. Because if, listen, it's 2024, man. It's January what, 11th? They're already talking about this, you're about to be crazy. There's 40 countries electing officials this year. That's 3.2 billion people that will be voting this year. Mm. And you don't think them, them jokes up there ain't trying to play in that? <laughs> you don't think they trying to get, you know, get us in, in, a, in, a, in a little whatever, whatever, because they know? But if you and God ain't solid, then you don't fumble. Now, what's your mental systems? Mental, like, don't raise your hand, but how many people are silently struggling mentally? Your mental health is bad. Typically, the people that smile the most probably have some of the worst mental health. Those who fake smile. I've been there, man. Like, bro, like, I was the one that had to carry everybody since sixth grade. Everybody came to me for advice, but nobody was there to hear mine, like, hear what I needed. And so oftentimes those who have the biggest hearts and the brightest smiles have the heaviest mind. You got to have good mental health systems. You got to know how to cast down vain imagination as a business because, man, listen, as a husband, fam, I can't afford to have mental health problems. Soon as I get home, <laughs> I walk through that door. Babe, can you grab the milk? Babe. When I get in the car, I already know, bing, honey, do this. Honey, do this. Honey, do that. I go to Aldi's all the time before. I go to Aldi's. I go to Aldi's. Then I go to Publix. <laughs> and then if I may have to go to Walmart. Oh, we need diapers. I get, I'm this close to the house. I'm like, I'm home. Daddy's home. Bing. Did you get waters? I got it. <laughs> now I got to go. What I'm trying to say is I can't afford to be mentally fragile as the head of my house. That's why as a person without a wife, without a husband, you got to make sure your mental health systems as a business runs well. Or you're going to run your marriage and family into the ground because you're mentally unstable. Do you know who's the highest group that commits suicide, men or women? Men. Why do you think men kill themselves or unalive themselves more often than women? They go through all. She just thought that for the first time. She's like, dang, they be going through a lot. Right? Why, why, what are the reasons why men unalive themselves? 
pressure. Women, y'all got aunties. Y'all got grand. Like when y'all going through something, y'all go right, mama. Y'all got a world. If, if I'm going through something, gay. <laughs> <laughs> If I try to communicate, I'm going through something. I can't even get a, you know what I'm saying? But you got to have a system. You got to have a system mental where you're able to say, God, like my mental system is this. My wife never knows when I'm mentally fragile. I'm really mentally fragile. I'm talking about when I'm having, yes, sir. Oh, my bad. When I have a mental going through a moment, you know what I tell her? I'm going to the store. I'll be right back. What I do is I go to you know grocery store. I go through the aisles. I don't really buy nothing for it. I just, I just need some time to myself. Then I get into my car and I'll drive. I'll drive around my neighborhood. Not my neighborhood, but there's like a like two miles this way, two miles this way, two miles this way, two. I just lap. Sometimes I cry. Sometimes I yell. God, I don't know what what you got in store. But by the time I get home, I'm mentally free because I went on the drive. Driving helps me. Some of y'all, free throws. Y'all go to the gym right away. Don't talk to me. Got your headphones on. Let that man be. Let that girl be because she probably, you know what I'm saying? He probably just trying to get some stuff off his chest. But whatever the system is, it can be cooking. It can be whatever it is. got to have a mental system because if you don't, man, Bro, I almost unalived myself twice in my life. I ain't, I ain't talking from... Bro, I almost got myself up out of here two times. So I know the feelings. Now, you got to also have emotional systems. That kind of goes to your mental systems. You also got to have physical systems. What are some physical systems? Working out, eating right. Because I don't want to... Because I have bad eating habits, I don't want to just fall and be dead or unable to... Man... Bro, my daughter running now, fam. So I got to get on that treadmill. <laughs> she quick too, man. You ever seen a toddler, man? They fast, man. <laughs> and they strong, man. I was like, bro, why you? They just snatch stuff. And I'm like, fam, you strong. <laughs> Wait, what I'm saying, I got to make sure I have a system because systems serve. What system do you have in your body? Yeah. You have a digestive system. What other system you have? Nervous system. Respiratory system. Reproductive system. Cardiovascular system. All those systems do what? Serve each other. If one of those systems fail, what happens? If one of those systems fail, for real, pick a system. What system in the body? Pick anyone. If your respiratory system fails, what happens? You die. Cardiovascular system shuts down. What happens? So, if your spiritual system shut down, eventually, metaphorically, something will die. Now, when you treat yourself like a business and you are individually endeavoring to maximize your system, then when you get married, man, do you know Jesus' disciples were all what? Hmm? They, which means they were what? Not all of the fishermen, but they, but they were all what? None? A fisherman had owned their own what? Why do you think Jesus didn't select preachers? 
but he's like the businessman. Why why do you think he why do you think that was automatic for him to select that? Because businessmen already know what it's like to put your own something into it. I'm like, yeah, you five minutes. You might come over here and give you one of the sermon after you doing church. <laughs> That's right. If he would have hired a bunch of uh, Pharisees, Pharisees did what? They were in school all day. <laughs> in the synagogue, getting indoctrinated all day. Jesus went to the streets. Do you know I, I can trust it? I don't trust a drug dealer over a preacher in I know strippers. I know drug dealers. There's been strippers that came to my Bible study. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. I had strippers come to the Bible study. Yeah. I had a girl who was a stripper. Oh, wow. And she was, uh, she came about, but she wasn't a stripper when I met her. Mm. My wife was there, so don't, don't, don't think that. You know, <laughs> <laughs> you know what I was But what I'm trying to say, um, <laughs> when, she came, when she came to the uh, Bible study, she wasn't a stripper. The pressures of life made her into a stripper because I didn't know strippers made that kind of money. I ain't trying to imply anything. I don't want you guys to get any ideas. Right? But I would trust I would trust five thousand dollars around a stripper before I trust it around a preacher. Man, I'll trust man, man, some of them dudes at at Briarwood I used to work at who kids was wilding. And when that when that dude went to go pick up his daughter, he smelled like weed, I got high too. I'll trust them for any most of those men in Victor Christian right now. Because people assume that if you're morally right, I can trust you. I look for character. What's the difference between someone being morally and someone with character? How many people know people in the church who ain't slept with nobody that we know of? <laughs> Who don't smoke, who don't drink, who don't do anything visibly immoral, but they got bad character. Mm. Mm-hmm. But I know people right now that, that do drugs, that smoke weed, that have sex, that do all that kind of stuff, but I can trust them because they have character. So the, the disciples that Jesus chose, the Pharisees was like, how are you being a teacher? Surround yourself with sinners. Jesus was like, man, they, they, hey, I don't, Peter might cut you. Judas might steal from you. He's supposed to have character. I'm just not Judas, but at least 11 out of 12 would have some character. But what I'm trying to say is, is that if Jesus selected business people, could it be that that's why he hasn't selected you? Because you don't even know what it means to be about your business. What's that phrase I say? Stand on business? Stand on business means what? I can assume what stand on business means. What does stand on business mean? Like, I'm about to fight or? No, like stand on It means what it sounds like. It means what it sounds like? Okay, good. Because sometimes y'all be saying something that means. I'm like, all right, this is what it means. like, nah, nah, that's like, uh, what y'all say? Uh, I said some phrase. I thought it meant what it meant. But it, anyway, I mean, when I first heard pause, I was like, pause? Do I, do I stop? <laughs> do I, okay. Oh, I said something gay. Oh, my bad, my bad. My bad, fam. I didn't mean to say that. But Jesus at 12 years old was doing what? If you are not about any business, how can you stand on business, right? Mm-hmm. First day on the job, you're learning about standing on business. I used it right, all right. <laughs> so all I'm trying to get you to think about is, are you running your life like a Fortune 500 company. Fortune 500 company 
as the top profiting companies in America. They're the top, Fortune 500, top 500 businesses. Right now, are you the top businesses in Charlotte as far as young people? Because when you begin to treat yourself as a business, you're like, okay, I got to make sure I grow. I got to make sure I profit. Because, fellas, one day, somebody's going to shop from you. And you got to ask yourself, what do I have to offer this woman? Do I offer her God or do I have drama to offer her? Like, that's why you got to heal, man. Because trauma produces what? Drama. How many of you dated somebody that just brought drama? You come, you show up, and that person is, is drama, drama, drama. Probably because of trauma, trauma, trauma. Now, that's why it's important for you to be selective. And so pretty much I'm going to end it with this and let you guys have some time because I already went 30 minutes on this. Are you treating yourself as a business? Because whether you believe it or not, you are a business. People are going to shop from you. But you don't want nobody just to window shop you. You want to actually have something they can buy. And you got to make sure you have support. Now, before I end, there's two types of business. Now, you determine what type of business you are. And both of these type of business are successful. What's a low? Oh, so you got Dollar Tree. And you got, what's a high-end place that people buy clothes from that y'all will say is high-end? Nike? A little bit more expensive. Give, give me something that's like maybe in the thousands or something like that. Louis V. Louis V. And Gucci. Cheap, right? Now, does Louis Vuitton advertise the Dollar Tree shoppers? Why? Do Dollar Tree people advertise to Louis V? Louis V people, Louis Vuitton. That's not their clientele. Now, how many of us, all of us, are top tier? But how many of us are selling to low tier? Have you ever seen a Rolls Royce on sale? I mean, like I'm talking about like sale, sale, like clearance. Do you know I saw online the other day there was a 2017 Rolls Royce that is more expensive than a brand new Honda. Why? Why is an older Rolls Royce six, seven, eight years older than a new Honda? Why is that Rolls Royce still more valuable? The name. What else? Man, that's a good name. What else? Parks. Hmm? So, first thing that comes to mind when your name comes to mind, do they think Rolls Royce or do they think Mitsubishi? <laughs> when your name comes to mind, do they think Louis V or do they think Dollar Tree? Because I know, bro, bro I've driven a Rolls Royce before, but I've never been to a Rolls Royce dealership. Why? Because I'm not trying to embarrass myself. <laughs> I ain't trying to show up and they be like, the guy comes out, hey, sir, and they can, oh, he broke. <laughs> he ain't broke, he don't got enough of this. <laughs> Them people know rich. I remember I saw a video on Instagram 
This guy was in Miami. He had on sandals, some shorts, and a t-shirt. We're talking about like rich people sandals and shorts and t-shirt. I ain't talking about like he was out here hooping shorts. But he walked, he saw a Rolls Royce parked outside. It was a Rolls Royce dealership. He looked at it, walked in, purchased it. He may not look, he may not have been in a suit, but them people knew, oh, he must got some money. When you walk into a place where people recognize the caliber of person you are, because unfortunately, a lot of people at y'all's age are Louis V's advertising the Dollar Trees. Because Dollar Tree people don't know how to comprehend or maintain high-end stuff. So, last thought, last question is, the first thought I'm going to give you is that you are a business. Run yourself like a business. Or everything you touch will be put out of business. Any thoughts, comments, questions? Everybody's good? All right, we're done. Y'all good to chill.